0: Welcome. All right. I was looking into the light, you know, like the dot to be really accurate. And then I thought, I can't do the podcast like that because it will be really weird. Because <laughs> you're like I'm ignoring you. I'm looking at you just, again now. <laughs> go, go, yeah.
1: Well, I've got that. I've got the <laughs> webcam on top of my, I'm just going to put my hand in front of the screen, on top of my monitor. And if I look at you, it looks like, where am I looking right now on the screen? Probably...
0: Well, it looks like you're Somewhere looking at your screen like... so you can kind of tell what you're doing. But like, yeah. if you want to look directly into the camera, you have to look. But then it's kind of weird because I like to chat to you. So yeah, I, I'm i going to chat to you. How are you?
1: I'm all right, mate. I'm all right. I, I'm just uh, aware right now that I'm not a, um, a, a, a performer. You know, like looking into the camera or looking near the camera. That's a skill. That's
0: stuff that I don't you know about. You are a performer. You are on episode 14 of a season two of a soon-to-be award-winning podcast <laughs> i
1: don't want to listen when they, bring out the shambolic awards,
0: <laughs> when they bring out the award for the most shambolic podcast we my friend are going to be sitting there in our yeah. tuxes looking at giving each other a look of like here we go here yeah we bloody go yeah. marcus will be there as well if he makes it on time <laughs> yeah he won't be able to get it the- <laughs> right satellite i'm gonna- link him in and it won't work yeah exactly we live up to our name i'm going to give you something to draw Right. So get ready on the theme tune. And oh, I had a bit okay. of think about this this morning. I actually thought, what do I want, Mark, to draw? I thought, I've got a good one. So you got your pen ready, got the button ready on the theme tune? Right, yeah, I've got that. All right, this is what I want you to draw. I'd like you to draw, in only the time it takes to play the theme tune, what Christmas means to you, Mark Carver? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, right. He's off. I left my dad's coat at a show. The sound man found it, don't you know? If you're know. listening and not watching on YouTube, Mark has found it took a head. while for me to get not it in a back. Way. But we stayed in touch, and made each other laugh. And then we found a date that fits me. We recorded it in a hotel that's. How the blue cold diary started. I actually really like it. I'm going to. Can I tell you what I think it is?
1: I mean, I hope you know what that is, but yeah. Yeah, but I mean,
0: like, you know, just to see if I've got it exactly right. So, a turkey. Right, yeah. That wasn't the first plate of it I drew, a Christmas tree and a present.
1: Mhm,
0: and then a small boy. So I, I imagine that's Finn. It is, yeah. Um, I bet Finn can't wait for that flying turkey. That you're yeah, no, <laughs> he,
1: he repeatedly asked me to make chicken with bones in it.
0: That's that's chicken one of the bones. things because I think he likes the idea
1: of like <laughs> he likes, the caveman. He likes the leg. He likes yeah. the
0: leg. But I like that way of saying it. Chicken well, with bones. Well, I
1: think for me. I ignored Christmas for many, many, many years. It's not right. really something that I'm into. But um, it's, it's it's for him. It's for little people. That's it's not it. you, for you us. You sort of
0: rediscover the magic of it, don't you? Yeah, I
1: enjoy this bit of it. And I do like food. And even when I was sort of hermiting by myself and ignoring Christmas, I usually did cook myself a nice dinner. Um, and I, I, And I still do. Well, listen. Uh, I, that's I just because I like food, and it's it a just, lovely image. Yeah,
0: and I reckon you'll be able to find yourself a turkey with bones if you look around.
1: Yeah, just, I mean,
0: not like those flat. A turkey ones without just, bones is just mince, exactly. isn't it? It's just a bag a of mince. Turkey without bones is uh, roadkill. <laughs> yeah, I mean, still bones, just broken ones. <laughs> yeah, broken bones. Right, this is taking the turn. That's it? a bit dark. Welcome isn't it? to the podcast. <laughs> it's number fourteen. And it is. The first thing we're going to do today, now we've done mm. our drawing, is we're going to chat about what we've both been doing and where we've been. We like to do that. So I'm going to go straight in and tell you that last Tuesday, remember mm. I went to Derby and I did a couple of shows in Derby because you were thinking like maybe you'd try and yeah, get along. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, you weren't able to. Well, no. at the second show, a lovely place called the Shiny Tap Brewery in Derby. Let's big them up because it was a lovely gig. Mm. Halfway through Massette, you know what beer? happened? You've had that beer? Yeah. Oh, perfect. Everybody down there was definitely drinking the beer. It was a great atmosphere down there at the gig. Halfway through my set, they brought mm-hmm. a big cake out, big birthday cake.
1: Yes, because it was birthday, wasn't it?
0: How cool was that? Yeah. Halfway through and everyone was singing. And what was funny was someone You gave had a no clip. idea. I didn't have any idea, but here's the best bit of it, right? Right. This is the funny bit. I thought that was so nice. The whole mm. room was just saying happy birthday to me. That's that's brilliant. Give me a cake. Someone sent me a clip of that, like someone that was—I think it was one of the bar staff—filmed it, and they sent me a clip. I thought oh, that's really cool. I put it on that's social cute. media, and then when I watched it back, and it is on my Facebook, if anyone wants to see this, it is a lovely clip. Everyone is singing, but I noticed that when it got to my name, remember I'm on, on at a comedy club, quite a lot of people saying, um, "Who are you?" for the name. But they didn't actually know who I was. <laughs> star so power the Johnny at, yeah it's a a star power, a power mate bit. yeah um, but what, yeah, who go. are so you what did they do they do it like
1: a like a football chant like who no, are like, you it, it wasn't
0: aggressive <laughs> it wasn't like you know it started off with someone bringing a cake out and ended up with like a football hooligan fight I mean that would have been that would have really been a who is resort. this man
1: and why has he been yeah. given a
0: cake it was more like, we can't remember the name of the that's on last that his cake's coming out for. But they were great. They were really great. So that that was Tuesday. And then on Friday, I went to Wigan and Widners to do a couple of shows. And do you know was what? To, yeah, go on. Go on. You were just around the corner from me. Where were you? Lee. That's up
1: that way, isn't doing it? A, doing a, like a festival or something. West of Manchester, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. What was yours? Like a tribute... Fest, yeah right? that was a tribute
1: festival that I, I sent you a picture didn't i yeah,
0: yeah. go on go on I, tell me about Wigan. well i was just gonna say they, they were they were both fun shows but the story that i came away with that i made a note in my phone i must tell mark this because it really made me laugh was i was gigging with an act called danny deegan mm-hmm. and danny told me this story we got onto it in a quite a sort of long like chatting about lots of things way but this is the bit of the story i want to tell you he met Debbie McGee in this in this pub through another comedian. And right. Debbie told him some really great anecdotes. Apparently, she's like really funny. And she told him this story about when they went to Vegas. When I say we, I mean her and Paul Daniels. So they're in Vegas. Mm. And this is when Paul Daniels was like at his absolute height, right? Like, you know, big TV Peak star Daniels. in the UK. Peak Daniels. <laughs> That's a good band name. Pete Daniels. Is this so, pre or Post Whizbit? They <laughs> don't. I'm trying to tell the story. Sorry, they mate. were in Vegas. <laughs> Paul gets Paul gets like a, a little, you know, a little ask, like a little 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 thing. Someone comes over and says, Mr. Sinatra would like to meet you. Cause he's in Vegas, right? So right. Paul's like, you know, oh my God. So Paul, Daniels, and Debbie McGee went into some side room. Frank uh-huh. Sinatra was there. I know yeah. you're thinking, you're thinking, were well, they both alive at the same time, aren't you? It's, I'm trying, I, you know, I sat there saying. thinking,
1: I sat there thinking, when the hell did Frank Sinatra die? I thought it was...
0: Well, we can work, We can Google this and we'll make sure that Debbie's yeah. not lying, but I'm pretty sure she's not because it'd be a bit like a weird thing to come up with it and then they just weren't both around at the same time. So it must have been, it must have been when he was still around and he, and he was in Vegas. Anyway, He goes into this side room, Frank Sinatra's there, and he shook his hand and he took his watch, Paul did, Paul Daniels took his watch and did the sort of, you know, magic trick of saying, um, look at your wrist or whatever. And apparently Sinatra looked at his wrist and the watch had gone, but he totally didn't see the sort of joke of it or the, the trick that had happened right. and apparently he just went totally stony faced and went like give me my fucking watch back it cost <laughs> a lot of fucking money like just immediately like there was like no kind of like whoa david blaine in the building doing a crazy flying trick it was just, and paul actually just quickly giving the watch back he, like, he didn't get that he'd just done this piece of magic for wow him. so that that was the thing i wanted to share with you the- wow just like
1: just the the joke just went over <laughs> Ab- absolutely. Why would you invite a, mu- a magician and see you if you just like conceptually magic? Obviously, isn't for you.
0: That is a good question, and it's it's up there with the other question of were they both alive at the same time? And this, Debbie, just made. Well, I can this help story you. That. <laughs>
1: I can help you with that. This is this might surprise you because it Go surprised on. me because I've done. Not only am I a, a, a podcast host. I'm also like Jamie off of the Joe Rogan um, thing because because uh, I've got I can tap on a computer. Jamie, pull that up and we will put it on a screen. Um, he was born in 1915, Sinatra, right? Okay. Died. Have a guess. Have a guess when he died.
0: So I reckon it's going to be later than you would think. Cause you sort of think of him as just mm. being like sort of 60s, probably, don't you? Or or 50, earlier. Yeah. So maybe. Um, so I'm going to go to, I'm going to go like 90s. Did he die in the 90s? That's crazy, isn't it? He didn't die that late, did he? Late 80s? Have a go. Have a go. P- pick a number. 87.
1: He died in 1998. Whoa! Yeah, Flipping he was still heck. going for ages. He died when I was like 18. Right, well, Debbie, we're really sorry. Your story I'm not sorry. I true. never doubted her. I'm not, I'm you not, I mean, it, it's just one of those people, because you think about Sinatra, I think of probably late forties and the fifties. That's, yeah. that's really when I sort of think about Sinatra, if I think about Sinatra, the whole Rat Pack vibe. Well, I um, guess he
0: was really young when he was doing that right back then. I really don't young, really
1: then... know. I think, uh, it well, must've been, must've been. His debut album was f- uh, 1946.
0: Welcome to the Frank Sinatra podcast. Uh-huh. If you've not listened to it before, this is where we tell you all about Frank based on yeah. what we can Google on the internet.
1: Wikipedia is a powerful <laughs> drug.
0: <laughs> so there you go, there you go. That, that, that's what mm-hmm. happened. How was the festival? It was good. It was on. Long- so I remember, I realised I didn't tell you
1: what I did the week before, but we'll, we'll forget that. We'll skip that one. So, Friday I went up to Lee, very early in the morning, to rig a festival. And um, the weather was um, pissing it down. Oh. Like, it was, there were, that- but, there were gaps in it, but it absolutely shedded it down. And this is, is bad- an outdoor thing on a cricket pitch. So, the stage is up, and I was supposed to be going to meeting the company that's providing some speakers mm-hmm. that we were going to do the show on and then another chap I was I know who's working on it was bringing other bits desks and whatever so I was supposed to be meeting the um, the PA company about 10 o'clock but they were also doing another show that weekend or two of the other right. shows that weekend so they weren't there until 30. things I forgot to bring on this gig because I was rushed and getting beaten up by a four year old the chair that I sit on. I've got like a stool thing that saves me mm. back a bit, and my coat. So it's oh, shedding mate, me down, mate, mate, and I what? don't have a coat. The so coat. Uh, uh, yeah. And it was a bit miserable trying to rig PA, and uh, it wasn't. It wasn't the one. However,
0: what have we learned about coats, Johnny? We've learned that they can be found by other people, and. Then lead to starting a podcast? Well, yeah. I mean, coats bring people together, especially brightly colored ones. So, what happened? Did someone lend you a coat?
1: Better. Better. Bought you a coat. So, I went to Tesco's and had a breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. And then I I was looking, and it was one of them big Tesco's. Marcus would have loved it for the Wi Fi. Now, he's probably in there. He's probably in there. (laughs) The thing about it, it had a sports direct in it. And it had Whoa. the usual Tesco clothes bit. I went to the usual Kegel. Tesco clothes bit, and I'm thinking, kagool, anorak, yeah. plastic, mac thing, poncho, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cheapest coat in Tesco's forty quid. Ooh. No, that's not happening. Yeah. So I went to the Sports Direct bit. Yeah. What are and, they said. Well, what they're saying is they because they've got all this Carromore and all these other kind of outdoorsy brands, and they had a sale on, and I thought, okay, cool. So um I went looking through all their coats and again 40 to 50 quid was the cheapest mm-hmm. with discounts. Mm. And then they had these little fold-up Macs. These, you know, the ones that zip up into a little bag.
0: Yeah, yeah, like you're going to a theme park.
1: Yeah. They yeah. were quite slightly slightly posher ones, but they were basically still cheap macs. Reduced from £50 to £20. Well, now absolutely we're talking. not no I'm not spending 20 pounds oh is that
0: cheap... still too much the 20 pound match well it was, a
1: re- it was a cheap flimsy little thing yeah. I'm thinking and who was going to spend 50 pounds on that in the first so I was like so "This, I'm going to get wet I don't, I'm not interested I'm out of this I'm not going I'm not going to be had over a barrel by by Sports Direct <laughs> however I did buy Thank 10, God, 10 pairs rain. 10 <laughs> pairs of socks and 2 pairs of pants for like a tenner so
0: okay. I hit that up before I left I made them into a coat.
1: <laughs> That's not what happened. The, st- the plot thickens. Oh. So I got back to site and all morning, there's like, you know, big red bins that uh, they have events and yeah. sort of commercial wins, Like the ones with a flip back lid. the story end
0: with you getting a coat out of a bin?
1: Nearly. So, okay. right, it's got these, these, these lids. Uh, the, you know, the big ones, four wheels. And there's a lad... Saying on a truck he's just been bringing them back because so it was obviously for the festival there's 4,000 5,000 people turning up so it, it's a lot of a lot rubbish. of bins a lot of bins so he's been backwards and forwards all morning with his flatbed truck I'm really stretching this story out aren't I don't know I said oh god you've been backwards and forwards all morning mate." I'm just waiting for this so I just started chatting to the chap he's having a bag outside his bin van and he's a young young lad um George shout out to George in Lee
0: Hang on a minute. If he ever hears sent me this. a message saying that George, the Biffa driver, was the best ever. And I've got a feeling that's coming in now. I feel yeah, like it's coming in. The Biffa driver. Here we go. So
1: he, he, he's an absolute lad. So I'm chatting to him. He's having a drink. And I, I said, I've just been to Tesco's drive by a coat and told him about the piss take on the the 50 quid <laughs> down to 20 quid. You oh. know, and he's like, oh, I. He's Hang on a minute. He goes into, into the cab of his truck and he pulls yeah. out. It's not a Biffa jacket. It's a Just Eat jacket. Bright orange, quite good quality, way better quality than the thing. Yeah. It's like it, one of the ones that they give to drivers to protect them when they're, it's pissing it down oh, with rain. Oh, it's
0: a perfect thing, the perfect thing.
1: So he says, have that. Perfect fit, exactly my size. How did it, he have that? Well, apparently Biffa took over this warehouse and it, the people in there before were Just Eat. I'm probably not supposed to say this because they might get in trouble, but. They had, and when and they moved out, there were skips full, absolutely to the brim, of all this rainwear. Just oh, thousands of them, and mate. they just bin them. So, they, said, they and he said, we've all got them, and he says, have one of these. So, what are the odds of being somewhere, chatting to someone, and they happen to just randomly have exactly the right thing that you need, and just, it was one of those restoration of faith in humanity kind of moments, What's well, that? They're thinking. Well, you should well, take this is a bit great. of credit
0: there as well because you've got the kind of manner, and this is like why we got on the very first time we met when you did the sound, and then I left the coat. Mm. You've got the kind of manner where people like you and they want to like hang with you and they'd be happy to you know have a chat with you and whatever. So yes, yeah. it is a good bit of fate, but also if you'd been like off with him or you know a bit frosty or annoying or anything like that, he probably wouldn't have been giving you. <laughs> a coat. I just, if I just
1: sort of. Seen seen a, 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 a nearby bin man and just started being a prick Had to him. Had a bit him. go at him.
0: <laughs> Just for no reason. You're just reminding me of something as well. You know when I did that gig on the Tuesday and they brought the cake out and all that? Do you know what I did? What? Totally left my hoodie and my shirt at that gig. Hmm. You're just looking, so for, that's a something else You're looking for a to new podcast. I'm so bad at leaving stuff at shows. <laughs> I just, It shows. What it is, is when I come off, my brain is in a place that is not, like good for remembering my things to take home i mean, I mean a, a like chat to people buzzing the show is yeah. great might sell a little bit of merchandise whatever do you, go, do you go through a lot of guitar cables guitar cables is not so much something i would leave it's more stuff that's like not on as my stage stuff it's more like my ipad i've given to someone on a sound desk or clothes that are in a green room or something it's, it's that mm. sort of stuff that mm. so i need to kind of go and get my stuff yeah. I've just sort of had with me mm. is normally all right. It's the kind yeah. of peripheral. But yeah, Shiny Tap Brewery again. Shout out to them because they're going to post it to me. <laughs> so there we mm. are. And then on Saturday, I went to do a couple of London shows, which were nice. I did one in Muswell Hill, North London. And then I went around the M25 a bit. I did one in Egham. One little highlight from Egham was that I noticed that they'd put the cover on the pool table and then had a buffet on there. And I don't think there's anything... It's- Quite as British as that. It,
1: that is a quintessential if, British pub move, isn't it?
0: Beautiful, is thing to mm. see, isn't it? I commented on it from the stage. I said, "Who did that?" Because I love that. You mm. know, covering the pool table with a bit of wood. You've got sandwiches a, on there.
1: You've got to use the space you've got.
0: You've got to it's, use the space you've got. Yeah. You've got to use the coats you've got access to. These are mm. some things we're learning today. Yeah. <laughs> and then on Sunday, check this out. I did mm. my first ever race. Yeah, I've got... it. first ever race.
1: I'll tell you what, shall I tell you about my gig and then you do that because yours is going to be more interesting. Um, So we had nine tribute bands on between the hours of midday and 9.30.
0: So that is a a
1: tight schedule. Getting nine bands on in nine and a half. No, 15 minutes with it. And a a DJ during the changeovers as well, so... Yeah, it was it was a thing, but there were I was amazed really because there were I I, I sent you a little video, didn't I? Yeah, Did you see how many yeah. people were there. Yeah,
0: so it was looked four, good. Four, it looked really four, good.
1: Four, what between four and five thousand people, it was absolutely. Yeah. And I thought outdoors risky as well. People buying tickets because a lot of people might just look at that and go if it rains. Yeah, but it was them. it was really. Really, uh, rammed, but it was good. It was good on the day, so Saturday was the show day. Very, very busy. Um, de rigging it wasn't much fun. band of the weekend, please. Oh, that's 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 a rough one. Um, I thought the the Queen tribute, who actually played a shorter set because we had to cut time, the Queen tribute, um, that played at the end were very good. Um, who were they? I think it's that one was QE2. Okay, um. They were great, um we had uh there's a stereophonics one, which is all right because it reminded me of the first album I quite liked the first album when I was a, a teenager um, yeah yeah it was it, it was all right dude um I bet there, people had fun people are good at this, you know um people are people are good at playing these songs there were there were some, some you know. It's tribute
0: stuff. It is what I it mean, is. I mean, it's the next best thing, isn't it? It's is the next best thing to being in the Stereophonics or Queen. It's the next best thing. You get to play the songs in front of a crowd, sometimes yeah. big crowds. You know, like, there's a guy that I follow on Facebook that I just really like. I don't know him, but he does a young Elton John tribute act. That, that's the name of his act. It's oddly it's like young specific. Elton John. Well, so it's like when he was yeah. really fresh, you know, and he was like mm. playing in the Dodgers Stadium and he had that like outfit on and all that, rather yeah. than, you know, right down later down the line, Elton John. So that's it's Elton quite John's a good an selling
1: point. One. It's like when I think about Elton John, like I don't really like Elton John, but then when I look
0: back, he wrote some absolute bangers. Yeah. yeah. And this guy that I follow on Facebook, he's he's gigging like all the time, all over mm. the world. I give him a right good shout out here, aren't I? Um, and to massive crowds. And so for yeah. him, you know, he's coming out, he's, he's being Elton John. So I yeah. think it's the next best thing to yeah. doing it. There's
1: there's, there's a no weird thing, me. though. There's, there is a weird thing where you meet some people and some of them take it a bit too far. Like, it depends, right? Because if I'm doing the front of house sound, like mixing the band out in the crowd, often mm. I'm not interacting with the band very much. If I'm doing the yeah. monitors or the stage side, then you interact with them a lot more. So you do, So sometimes you just don't know. Um, yeah. I spoke to the Queen guys after the show, and they were lovely. Uh, they were really nice. but um, uh, And very complimentary. But sometimes I've had ones where they kind of take on the persona. So if you've got a, a bit of a bolshy front man in the band, they act like that
0: yeah at the gig. that's a different thing and that's or a different thing.
1: or they've got or, or some people were just like you know well we usually have this and we have that and i'm like and it's like dude <laughs> you're you're not the actual band you need to uh curb your expectations you're and, not uh, actually
0: the rolling yeah. stones yeah were yeah. it a bar mitzvah yeah. In a marquee. Yeah. Chill out. Yeah, I understand that. I mean that's taking. You, you too get it, far. and some
1: people and some people like, you know, dress like that way all the time. And you know, and it, it, it
0: that strikes me as odd. But uh Yeah. Well I guess they just get yeah, they get carried away and they start to sort of think that they are the act. Yeah. That, that's where the line is. That's where the line is. That's where the yeah. line is. Tribute acts. Listen up. You need to come off stage and be nice and be yourself and not try and carry it on off the stage Um, and then then there's
1: there's there's acts i work with who are very much the opposite they're 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 you know they're lovely off stage and they're lovely people to work with
0: they come off they throw the wig on the ground and they say i fucking hate that band and all Mm -hmm. those songs (laughs) (laughs) and the prick that fronts them (laughs) yeah um on oh, Sunday, I did this race against my brother. I mean yeah. it wasn't supposed to be. It sounds against like we went your brother. For a race. Hang on, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, well that this is what happened. So this is what happened. We both ran the Vitality 10K in London. Right? right. He's a much more experienced runner than me. And when you sign up to it, I think you put down a rough idea of what your time might be. And I did that and he did that. And it meant that he was in the black wave, because everyone had a colour. He was in the black wave, which I think went first. And then I was in green, which I think was like maybe one behind or two behind. And when we got all our stuff through, like all our race packs and everything, we realised that he was starting two minutes ahead of me. So I was saying jokingly, I've got two minutes to try and like catch you up. So I'm going to spend the whole race just basically trying to catch you and then go past you. I was kind of messing around because he's a more experienced runner than me. On race day, we actually hooked up before the race. This is my big brother, by the way. Mm -hmm. And he said, I could hold back and run with you. So I could basically start when you go and then we could we could go out together from the line so I was like he doesn't care about do his time that much no, right? he,
1: he, to, 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 or he could to knock really two minutes clear, off it couldn't he
0: <laughs> he's, he's done lots of marathons he's done lots of ultra marathons he did like wow, 100k okay. race he's done things like this thing in Wales where you have to race a horse it's called Manby Horse so it's like there's people on horses and then there's runners look it up it's really brilliant because the horses are really quick on the flat ground and I think not too bad going uphill. But I think, i was trying to which way around it is, either downhill or uphill, the horses have to go really slow. It might be, it might be downhill. I think. Well, I know cows can't, can't
1: go downstairs, can they?
0: There's some sort of thing that evens it out. Um, but he's done lots of different races, and I did not think for a second that I would be able to beat him, but I did think it would be good fun to run together. So he decided to do that. We started together. And then in my brain, I was like, right, I'm just gonna try and see how long i can stay with him so it might kind of kill me doing this but i'm just gonna see if i can just keep up with him and just see how far into 10k i can run at the pace he's running i found myself because if he's doing ultra marathons,
1: 10k is like nothing to him is it
0: exactly it's like a park run to him so right. halfway through at a five about a 5k i was I was still with him i thought i sort of thought wow well, i don't know if i can run at this pace for another 5k you know i was thinking. Any minute now, he's going to just start going away from me and I'm not going to be able to keep up. But I really dug in, really, really, really like just kept my focus on trying to stay with him. And then I managed to stay with him to 9K and I thought, right, this is it. I've got a K left. It's just 1K. So I'm pretty confident he'll go ahead of me now and beat me. But, you know, I've done really well. So I felt really happy at that point. So I thought mm-hmm. I've stayed with him for 9. That's great, right? Mm-hmm. There's no shame in that. I've done really well there. But then I managed to stay with him and it got to the last 500 metres mm-hmm. and you could sort of see like that we were going to come around the corner into the Mall in London. That's where you finish, going down the Mall. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see if I can beat him. So I basically like <laughs> ran off from him. I ran off from him as fast as I could and I thought, he's going to beat me. What he's going to do, he's going to watch me go and he's going to think, all oh, right, okay then. And then as we're going to come towards the finish line, he's just going to come hurtling past me and beat me, right? Mm -hmm. And I've played sport when I was a kid with my brother and stuff and he always beat me at everything, Mm -hmm. like basketball, football, anything. So in my brain, I was just, I was back to just being a kid and I thought, I'll try really hard here. I'll give it everything, but my big brother's going to beat me. And I think he could have beat me if there was just further to go. But what happened was I went over the line and he just ran out of road and he just couldn't, he couldn't, catch me and he came in two seconds behind me so I beat him by two seconds I was so happy <laughs> apart from the two minutes he waited for you at the beginning <laughs> yeah but you know you didn't yeah. wait for me we just went out at the same time rather than you know like the wave yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah that was quite so, sneaky um, though wasn't it what it was quite sneaky to wait to because he probably thought oh we're in this together we we'll just run it together it doesn't no matter. no you didn't you he... were like
0: right I'm gonna no. try and have him he didn't I, it wasn't like that at all because he said to me like you know you run your race and i'll run my, my race and i said well, i'm just going to try and keep up with you mm-hmm. uh i thought he would go at some point but mm-hmm. to be fair he hasn't he's not been running 10k races lately he's been doing great big long massive long mm-hmm. races so i don't think it's something he's been sort of like training to do or spending much time on whereas i've been doing shorter distances so i was probably a bit more comfortable just going out and doing a 10 but it was brilliant we had an amazing time he's such a Nice brother he took me out for breakfast afterwards even though I beat him and bought me breakfast and we just sat and chatted about our race things mm. and I was just in shock like I just didn't think that I could do that so you know it was a it was a real surprise but mm. also an amazing first race you know I would highly recommend the vitality 10k because you take in all the sights and stuff it's I really was
1: cool. I I had I I've only ever run one proper long distance race yeah. And that was, um, I think it was eight miles, but that was like in a military pentathlon thing. Oh, so wow. it was like in boots and kit and like shingle beaches yeah, and then like plowed fields. Yeah. And, and weirdly, I thought that I was going to get absolutely ruined in that because I am a terrible long distance runner. Um, and um, I actually came something like, 22nd out of 150 which blew me away because i didn't think that was possible yeah um
0: you you said you used to run though right
1: i sprant sprant is that a word
0: (laughs) uh Uh, is it i sprant is this week's episode's name (laughs) i sprant
1: i was a sprinter in brackets i think
0: brackets is that a word that's, that's... I'm so
1: unsure whether it is or not. But I was a sprinter, and um, for me, weirdly, even 100 meters was too long, in my opinion. Because okay. I, I think I think I was about 11.2, 11.3 seconds, which is the fastest recorded time at school, I think. So I was, but I don't think they were the fastest I ever went. I think I ran faster, and I got it when it was in other races, and um, I can't remember my exact times, but I won. I was good at school sports days and then I went to move to this international school in Holland and there was two lads and I I used to win everything when it came to sprinting and a lot of the throwing and brute force things but until I got to school in, in this international school in Holland and then I was getting second or third place for everything because the one guy, Andy, my mate Andy and, uh, he was this South African kid and very mm. relaxed, very chilled out, but, you know, chilled out was Andy. And, uh, and he used to run on a grass track barefoot in about 10.9 seconds, 100 wow. meters, the South African lad. And, um, I was like, I've never seen so many silver medals in my life. i thought i thought that was my thing and then i met andy who's just zero effort and he's so fast he's strong lad (laughs) he wasn't massive he wasn't big like that he was maybe an inch taller than me a little bit broader but just and it turns out the loveliest guy you could ever meet he he became lifelong one of my best friends um oh that's brilliant but yeah i mean 40 meters i think i could possibly pip him you know, short, really, really super, it's like, short-distance sprints. I was really good. I was good at rugby yeah. and things like that. And Yeah. Um,
0: Bursts of speed. Yeah. I Bursts. heard I, I heard this
1: thing. Maybe you'd know about this. They're saying that for cardio exercise, sprinting's just as good as doing long-distance, as long as you're doing sprinting all the time for your heart health. I'm not sure. I, 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 I know they think, say like that a training. Thing. I know
0: they say that walking is as good. So like you don't, if you were like, especially when you're older and stuff, you mm-hmm. don't necessarily need to run 10k. You could walk 10k, and it would be, it mm-hmm. would be just as good, I think, as running it. Probably better actually, in a way, because you wouldn't do so much, do any damage to well, your. Well, for me,
1: I'm like minimum joints. effort. It, everything's on time, isn't it? We're always stuck for time. So if I could go out and just do two hundred meter sprints a couple of hundred metre sprints. And I'm like, well, that's that done
0: now. Well, I was going to say to you, I am going to run the marathon next year in April. And I know we're going to take a break from the pod soon. Next week, number 15, that'll be our kind of season finale. So Mm -hmm. there's a bit of news there for the listener. We're going to do one more next week and then we're going to have a break. But I was thinking that maybe while I'm training for the marathon and planning to do, well, I will be doing the marathon in April, maybe you... Could do, uh, uh, literally the same weekend. to do the marathon. Maybe you do a park run that weekend. A park so you've got from now till April to do a park run. But then I was thinking, you know what, would be really funny if we said to Marcus, you have to do a park run as well, because they are all over the country, so it doesn't matter where he is. You can do, you can do them anywhere. They're all five k. And then we could see who was yeah. quicker, you or Marcus. What do you think to that? That's just a little Damn. idea I was thinking about. A will float. Float my idea there. Yeah, I'm really not built for it.
1: I'm so out of shape with that kind of stuff.
0: Like, why ages, though, dude. got ages. I might see if I... I mean, I, get, I've been tra- I guess t- what t- I'm saying is, if I, if I can run 26 miles, I reckon you could do 5K I was between try- now and
1: April. I've been trying to convince myself that, and telling myself that I'm going to go and do this, is, is get around, you know, Castington Water. Right. That's, I think that's about eight miles all the way around. I've been th- trying to tell myself that I'm going to go and, uh, and do but, that. But, you know,
0: 5 k is a nice distance. It's a nice distance. <laughs> yeah, so, I
1: just... I've had this idea in my head to and go around Carstington
0: beat, Water. You think you could beat Marcus?
1: What, round Castington Water? I don't know. Marcus well, I was, seems I was thinking, like
0: quite... I was thinking uh, a park run, because then he can do one wherever he is, and you can do one wherever you are, and then we just look at the times, because they send them through on an email. It's great. You get the times. There'll be no, like... There's no thing, like, to fudge it or anything. right. Uh, have a think about it. I'll ask you about it next week. I
1: don't know. It, 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 I, I'm, I'm so bad at long distance running that, you know, I think I can make it round, but
0: I'm I'm, I'm going to write a note now. going to make a note. <laughs> Look and at the top of your hat. what he thinks. Yeah, ask him um, what he thinks. Listen, before we go any further, can we have the halfway through jingle? Because we're definitely halfway oh, through. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow,
1: how's that happened?
0: Let's fire that up. Dancing begins. It's about the middle of the podcast, about the middle of the podcast, and if you like it you can help us out, it's so easy to help us out, like and subscribe to our show, like and subscribe to our show. Yes, do like and subscribe to the show. Definitely subscribe because then after the break, when we make another podcast at some point, you'll know because you'll get a thing saying it's out. Uh, We're going to do some correspondence now. So I know we're going a bit jingle heavy in this section of the show, but if you play the jingle, I can get the correspondence up on my laptop. Is that all I am? Just a
1: glorified button pusher to you.
0: London Tokyo and We want your correspondence. Right, we were talking about great things to shout after I was telling you that I love it when an audience shouts yeeha for me mm-hmm. at a show and I do my country dancing bit. We've had some nice replies. The first one is a football one, and we have to boo it, right? Remember we have the Derby County player on the show, Tom oh. Mark Hazen, and also we're both from Derby. So get ready to boo. Because well, Laura be Wright here for a while. sent in a message. She said, my favourite thing to shout is, you reds, because she's a Nottingham Forest fan. Boo, mm. boo, boo. I don't Where's your booing? Come on, you got to boo, boo that. I, I don't follow football. I, don't, I, I, couldn't. I know, but we, had, we have to be loyal to Derby County because he came on the show. That's what I mean. I mean, okay. Now this one I want you to recreate for me. This is Graham like who Tom, came yeah. on with Elaine, Graham and Elaine. Remember from a mm-hmm. uh, whole load of comedy. Graham's we had a four-way, didn't we? We had a four-way. I want you to recreate this for me. So get ready. You just got to shout this. But right. he likes his favourite thing to shout is "That's fantastic." So can you have a go at that?
1: Uh, what shout it?
0: Yeah, okay. in a joyous way.
1: Right, I'm going to move this away because I'm a foghorn. And it, yeah, it'll distort.
0: That is fantastic.
1: There we Lovely, go. Lovely. I
0: like that. Yeah. I mean, that is the sort of thing that Grain could shout at the end of the four way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> now, this one I want you finishing to shout. <laughs> I like making you shout things. This is definitely my new favourite item. I want you to shout this one. But now you've got to go into rage here. So turn on your oh, action. This is going to be easy. Imagine that you're shouting it out of the window of your car to right. someone who hasn't said thank you to you when you've given way. And Bryony Louise likes to shout, you're welcome, dickhead. So give that one a go. I do this probably four or five
1: times a game. You're welcome, dickhead.
0: <laughs> there was a real bit of method acting in that one. <laughs> it was easy. It came easy to me. I just relived
1: I'll it. I'll do the, the next run. one.
0: I'll do this one. This is from Paul Brierly right. And he likes to do it in the style of Freddie Mercury. He likes to shout, Ew. Like yeah. that. Ew. Which, which is obviously what I replied to and said. Hopefully, you get a reply. That's the thing. That's a good thing to do at a festival or something if you've got a big crowd. Obviously, well, they did that. Get them to go along with it. Oh, I bet they were doing it at your thing, was Yeah, they? yeah. Ew. All right. What about this one then? Chris Davis says he's keeping it original with bollocks.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean,. Yeah, it's a classic, isn't it? How What percentile of of the responses we got were just filth?
0: They weren't too bad this week, so maybe people like kind of listened to what I was saying on the last one. Um, Stuart Bowkett, big fan of the show, likes to say, "How's it hanging?" when he's at a nudist camp. I mean, there's two there's two bits of information going on there, isn't there? In that, yeah. What is a so he likes it's to say? He has The other thing, he just mentions that he's at a nudist camp as well. I mean, I get the joke, but I'm just saying that. Like, Do you think he goes no, to he the nudist still... camp specifically to deliver the line? Maybe, yeah. I mean, that would be good if he just went just because he got a good line to say. Kind of out of his Tom way. Tom King, who is a comedian, likes to shout dirty get, which is um, an Alan Partridge oh, dirty thing. Get. So it's in an Alan Partridge voice, like dirty get. Yeah, a bit more like that, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but winning this week is the brilliant comedian Phil Nichol, who I've done <laughs> a
1: show.
0: <with> Phil. Yeah. <laughs> Phil wrote and it got four likes on Facebook, four four laughing faces on Facebook. So thanks, Phil. And his is quite simply, and you have to shout this one for me: I love Dick. <laughs> <laughs> you still there?
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm here. I'm here. Um, I love dick. There you go.
0: There we go. Finish on that one. So there we go. That's wait, the thing. Wait, thanks uh, to the we, correspondence. I'd like some context. I think Phil probably just likes shouting out just because it's like a funny thing to shout and it gets a, yeah. a good reaction, I reckon. <laughs> Is this just like, did, was this just all an elaborate ruse in order to get me to
1: shout I love dick?
0: No, no, you have a look on my Facebook, you'll see it's there. It's there. It's all genuine. Well, all Paul, genuine. I hope
1: you take your four laughing face, crying emojis, and, and
0: wear them with pride. Um, now, we're going to open a brand new topic Where here. would you shout that, this though? Is... Oh, you can shout that wherever you want. And that's why I'm not allowed in mother care anymore. You know, just... <laughs> exactly. Um, we're going to open a new topic. This topic... Is based on a gripe that I had the other day mm-hmm. in our car. I'm aware this is a third world problem, by the way. No, that's, that's not right. You've got a that first wrong. First world, a first world problem. Yeah, the air conditioning day, was too car, cold. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so funny. That's literally that. It's not. <laughs> well, it's the other way round. It, it is the about of the air conditioning, though. No. This is what <laughs> happened, right? I hell. was driving along, and the car was really you hot changed could move down south. John, I couldn't get it. I couldn't get the car. To, 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 to get, I just couldn't get it cool like how I wanted it, right? It was annoying me I was driving it. This is the family car, right? And then I realised what was going on and it was very simple. You can split what the heating's doing in the car, left and right, right, in this car, right? So I've got mine on cold and I'm turning it down and it's not working and I'm getting annoyed. And then I notice on the other side of the car, I'm the only one in the car, by the way, on the other side of the car, it's on like 24 degrees, yeah. So I'm literally competing with the other side of the car that I'm sitting in. Can- and I realised what it is here is my wife puts it on a setting. She puts it on a setting where you can split the heating. I don't like that. I like it being on come one, come all. You turn the thing, that's right. how cold the car is or how hot the car is. I didn't realise. So I was, I was kind of annoyed because this is a while into a journey. So this week's question is... What are those tiny gripes? Those little gripes mm-hmm. for your partner, or your friend, or your work colleague—just a little thing, just a little first-world problem thing, but that makes you go. Violence? Like yeah, yeah. No, it was, no, no, not violence. Just growling. Or just internalized gruring. violence. Yeah. What makes you go? Things that make you go grow. That's what this topic is. Yeah. Things that make you go grow. That is um, a very. Di- that is a very difficult. Problem to sympathize with that you had
1: there. But I like the idea of having the hot on one side and the cold on the other side. Oh, so you
0: back you see you're back in the wrong course No, here. well,
1: because I'm interested to see if you can create a a, a microclimate. Because when you got hot air currents and cold air currents, that's how weather happens. Can you create weather in your car? <laughs>
0: Well, Meteorologists, it created, please get in didn't touch. Didn't really create any weather. The only thing it created was me just getting really wound up by, like, why it like still hot. <laughs> even though, yeah, all right. Let's, anyway, have, have you, I mean, I know, you know you're not dating at the moment, but family, an ex, a work person, anybody, uh, first world problem gripe. Mm. Can you think of one? Like, uh shouldn't really moan, but it winds you up.
1: That's what we're looking for. Yeah. I mean I am trying to think of things that wind me up. And the reality of it is is that everything winds me up. Just generally, things falling over or getting knocked over or or stuff like that, I'm not a massively clumsy person, but you know when things just get in the way and and fall over and stuff like that. That drives me insane. That like when you things mentioned are in that the way the first
0: time we met on I'm the just, first podcast. Yeah, you're just talking about gravity there. I think, aren't you?
1: No, not so much gravity. <laughs> I think entropy. So
0: you're annoyed. At, you're annoyed at yourself, then. No, right? you know what? That's you doing it.
1: I think that I'm a i a, um, I'm not clumsy, but I think um, I am a. What's the word? A singularity of Newton's second law of thermodynamics. I believe where I am... You're going to need
0: to explain that to me. I don't get that. What does that mean?
1: uh, All systems trend towards entropy, you know, chaos. Okay. So when I'm... lead to chaos. When I'm in a space or near a thing, I think there's more entropy where I am than there is outside of that sphere of my existence. Okay. I think I've got more Newton's second law of thermodynamics. It better be the second one. I'm going to be annoyed if I've got it the wrong law. But I think I've got more I've got you annoy more yourself again. I think there's yeah oh, that would annoy me. Um I, I think there's more. I've got more Newton's second law of thermodynamics than everyone else, which is kind of not the point of the whole thing. But
0: yeah. That that annoys right, me. Well stuff falling send over, in, chaos. Facebook, JA, like Johnny Awesome or Facebook, the B C D pod. Mm-hmm. Um and next week on our finale of this season, we will read out your gripes. Mm. I mean, it's, I guess it's listener grumble news, really, in a way.
1: The grumble zone.
0: Oh, mate, I've got a grumble zone. Go on, give me your grumble zone before we head out. Telly. Do I tell you about my telly?
1: This is the entropy, right? Done? So, I mean. What's it done? Sorry? Did What's it done now? Well, I, I was in the other room filling the dishwasher yeah. and I heard but electrical burning smell. I'm like, oh God, so I'm checking the dishwasher because i just switched it on. I'm thinking, dishwasher's on fire. I need to stop that from happening. Look around, look around the house. It's not It's not the dishwasher, it's not anything else. Eventually I get back and I smoke. It's the telly, I think, this electrical oh, burning And It was off. Yeah. It was on standby. It wasn't even on. Oh. And it's just gone, no power. So I thought, right. I took the telly apart, 49-inch TV, took the back off. Found the parts, ordered all the parts for the power board. Um, and I, I thought, oh, I think one of these speakers has gone at the same time. So I, I ordered some speakers and a power board, about 15 quid for the two mm-hmm. parts. And, I'm amazed you knew how to do
0: this. And
1: also, um, it was about 15 quid for, for the parts and about 15 quid in, in shipping. So I got all the bits from eBay, got it in, replaced the power board, still nothing. I'm like, what? What do you mean? Why does it not work? So either I've or received a faulty power board after I'd taken it back. Because I, I don't understand if it, if that power board's working. Why isn't it? That's a gripe. That's, that's annoying. Is
0: it still not working? No, it? it's
1: just not working.
0: My dad's lent oh, me a little to-
1: old school, well, not old school, it's like a 30-inch Samsung one. My monitor's bigger than the TV we've got downstairs now.
0: But at least you've got something of Finn fin to watch.
1: Yeah, yeah. To be honest, it's been nice having a bit of time off the telly for him, you know.
0: Yeah, sometimes you notice when you're not on it, it's actually quite nice. and mm. you, you just start doing stuff you don't normally think you've got time to do because you normally, you know, you get yeah. sucked into stuff you watch. All right, well, that's what we want. We want the gripes. Um, and where are you going this week? Let me just quickly tell you, I'm going to be in Manchester on Thursday, York on Friday, Wigan on Saturday, and Southport supporting... Clinton Baptiste uh, in a theatre on Sunday at the Southport Comedy Festival. Do you know who that is? Clinton Baptiste. He was in Phoenix Nights. He's the medium. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the one that comes in and does the the bit. He's great, really funny. So I'm doing I all see that. Someone else where who did one of those.
1: Be? Oh, actually no. Um, yeah, we'll leave that. Um, so where 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 am I going to be? Um, yeah, I'm... What, what's happening this week? Uh, I don't think I'm, I've got any shows booked in. I've got a lot of stuff to sort out. Um, yeah. I've got some stuff to sort out with the new venue. I've got some stuff to sort out with um, some other stuff that I've got going on, uh, live things. So I'd, um, my parents have sold their house. Big news. Well, I lived in that house for about 13, 14 years. Yeah. And chipped in and in the mortgage on that and, and whatnot. But um, yeah. Uh, so they've sold that off and they're going to probably go and live abroad somewhere because, you know.
0: Oh, wow. It's too well, expensive to live in this country. Then. Yeah. So, where, where Do you know where they're going to go?
1: No, they don't know where they're going to go. They've done this their whole lives. They're, they're, they're like
0: <laughs> all over the place. They've been... They've just they don't,
1: Yeah, itchy feet. They never stop.
0: Oh, fair dues, fair dues. All right, well, if the show comes in, you can tell me next week anyway. But we'll be back next week for... A season finale of this second season of the Blue Coat Diaries. What are we gonna do, mate? I think that's. I think that. Uh, is gonna be cake? We're gonna have a party, yeah. Right. I mean, you wait. Right. To see the party, it's gonna be have. good. <laughs> there's gonna be balloons. <laughs> okay. You know when you're making a podcast, I you know I really you know really can tell when you're listening uh-huh. when there's some balloons. That's
1: what right. I've found. Just, just, just. Just a gentle squeaking in the
0: background. I mean, we, you know, see, in a way, like, you've ruined this because if we weren't doing YouTube, we could just pretend we had so many things at the party. We could say, we've got food here, and mm, this cake's nice, and we've got catering, whereas if you're watching it, you can go, Johnny's just stood against a white wall. There's none <laughs> yeah, of Exactly.
1: Stuff. It's very obvious <laughs> for you. Yeah, You unless want to get yourself you can down change, Clinton's, mate. Clinton's
0: unless you can change his background. Can you change his background so it looks like a, there's a party? That's a,
1: well, we could do. If if it were green, I might... St- no, I can't. Not if you're wearing a I white hat and, sh- in, a, and no, shirt. A white I T-shirt. <laughs> I can. I can actually do it, but it's going to take me ages right. and I don't want to.
0: We'll get ahead. But what were you saying about Clintons, just to finish on that? Does it still exist? Did it go the way of the Woolworths?
1: I Is it an R price?
0: Still I think it still exists. It's not gone rumbelows? I don't think it's gone rumbelows. I think it's out there. Right. Listeners, let us know if you've seen a Clinton's in your town. And <laughs> we'll see you next week.
1: <laughs> Listeners under the age of 38, look up Rumblos.
0: <laughs> we'll see you next week for another and a final series finale episode of The Blue Coat Diaries. Let's have the outro tune that was made and sung by Mr. Mark oh, Carver. God. Bye for now.
1: See you later. <laughs> well that's awkward it's not work the outro is not working
0: i'll tell you what thanks for listening to the podcast Let's just dance. appreciate your time oh i really
1: mean that join us again for the next episode it might not yeah. be funny but we'll give it a go so hit yeah. the button and subscribe just getting started don't be shy <laughs> <laughs> the right, if you dare. Can you remember
0: another episode coming to you? Something like that. What you gotta do? Thank <laughs> you so much for listening. Here comes the
1: end. Ba, 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 ba. It's ba, a rap. It's a
0: rap.
1: Cool. I'm glad to.
0: Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Fuck you, Riverside.